Hi, welcome to episode two of Beholding Out for a Hero, where the sidetrack is the main track. If you're a fan of D&D, you're in the right place to listen to some amusing hijinks. If you're not a fan of D&D, you're still in the right place to listen to some amusing hijinks. We're excited that you've continued listening to our podcast, since we're just amateur podcasters who've decided to record our D&D sessions and release them into the ether. We hope you enjoy this episode. One, two, three. Clap. Okay. <laughs> Something will happen. I'll line it up somehow. It sounded synchronized on my end. It sounded synchronized on my end. It sounded fine on my end, but you know, you're, yeah. you know, your internet's catching up from last Tuesday, so. <laughs> it's true. It tries its best. Hi, I'm Nico. I'm the DM. And we're going to ask uh, the players some questions that their characters will answer. This session's question is, does your character actually think Perrin and Illidan are twins? Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm playing Kitty. And obviously they're siblings. They chose each other. I'm still not sure that Kitty knows what twins are. <laughs> <laughs> This is a fair point. Um, hi, I'm Raina. I play Jem. And absolutely not. They like each other too much. They can't they can't be related. <laughs> hi, I'm Ashley and I play Miki. Mm, my character is really on the fence. She's seen some weird shit. Also, I rolled really low, so I think I have to. <laughs> you rolled for it. You rolled for it. <laughs> I did roll for it. I rolled for it in the last episode. I got a seven. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have no choice but to believe it. Alrighty, with that, we're going to go ahead and get the into the session summary. Uh, who's going to do the session summary of this session? You tell us. I'm going to roll for it if somebody doesn't call it. Oh, we thought you were rolling for it. Just roll for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Elaine. <laughs> I didn't need to roll. I did roll. <laughs> Excuse you. You just always choose Elaine. I'm a liar, but I also... Lying is so much so much work. <laughs> I rolled a one. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> and, and I get one? Yeah, you're first in the Discord chat. Well, one of us has to be a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so... Gemini had to dip from the wedding real quick like and we got on the train and obviously we went straight to the dining car because we had been starved for hours and we really needed a drink. So I made sure there was enough of a path because Gem's dress is kind of big and there was this pretty tiefling lady at the bar so we decided to vent to her a little bit. She was cool. She she knows spirit stuff, so she can help me look for the thing Doc wants. And we were served by a bartender and a cook who turned out not to be a bartender or a cook, but they want us to steal stuff from... I call him Toothpick Man because his, his mustache looks like toothpicks. But yeah. Okay, so it is currently probably... Ooh, I didn't write time. I didn't write time down. I think it was about... Two or three? 
Yeah, it was like three in the afternoon, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's about three. It was nine in the afternoon. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Panic at the Disco reference. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> I think we had six hours before we were supposed to arrive. It'll currently, uh, I'm gonna say it's currently about 3 p.m. Uh, you have uh, seven hours left on your. Wait, no, that's math. Hold on. No, yes. Th- mm-hmm. Is that right? No, that's not right. You have nine hours. Okay, so we're landing at midnight? Oh, no, that's still wrong. Eight hours. Eight hours, final answer. <laughs> <laughs> 11. 11 p.m. Yes, 11 p.m. Going once. <laughs> Going twice. <laughs> Eight hours left on the train. Uh, I can do math. I took two calculus classes, four calculus classes. I know numbers. Yes. If you have to correct oh, how boy. many cla- calculus classes you took, you don't know math anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Calculus is the best way to forget math. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Eight hours left on the train ride. Um, is there anything in particular you guys want to do? Um, or should we fast forward to uh, plan time? Yeah, are we coming up with alibis or are we just abandoning that? Maybe my alibi can be that I'm dead. <laughs> oh, oh no. So that's the last thing we had talked about was discussing alibis and if we wanted to do that. We can even say like, oh no, we we cl- we were having fun in the kitchen. That's why nobody saw us. But the cook could say he saw us because... No, Perrin has to... The, the twins... Yeah, they were planning on jumping off the train. Yeah, the twins <laughs> have to, in giant air quotes, <laughs> big old question mark. <laughs> the twins have to, <laughs> have to, <laughs> they have to leave the train before we arrive at Shard. So I think alibis would be a good thing to have, but, but we only know each other, which is the problem. Yeah. We would have to go introduce ourselves to, like, half of the passengers on this train. And then they might even be like, but they were missing during this time, so that might be a little iffy at the same time. I would say let's bribe them, but I don't have any money to bribe with. Why don't we also jump off the train before we arrive in Sharn? And we can just walk into Sharn on foot. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the train's not going too fast. I, I've i got little legs. I don't know. Yeah, I'll hold on to you. It's okay. You can just hold on to my back. Okay. Can, can you also hold on to me? I can try. Okay, that's fine. That's enough. Oh, oh, oh. And then Kitty will turn to Illidan. Because you're not a real bartender, that means we don't have to actually pay for their drinks, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's technically true. You're gonna start being yes. a capitalist now? I just don't want the the crew workers who we bribed to get into too much trouble. Buy them drinks, too. They'll be your besties. Uh, I suppose that would work. Why don't one of you leave like a pearl or a ring behind I I can just pay for it I think we're this job is going to 
cover our expenses. I think whether anybody wants to join me or not, I'm going to head over towards the cart that the cargo is in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to just see if there's anything magic there that we might accidentally set off. Um, before you actually leave the, the, the cart, uh, Perrin calls out to, to everyone, Oh, uh, I totally forgot uh, to say, but I can cast Featherfall, but that only will catch five of us. Aren't there only five of us? There are only five of us. No, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to be taking the two, the two whatever is in the cages. You're gonna let us fall to our dead so you can take some animals. One of them has wings. <laughs> Listen, one of them has wings. I didn't. I didn't say that you had to jump off the train. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's fine. Yeah, one one of them has wings. Yeah, one of them has wings, and I'll just hold on to Jim. It's fine. Yeah, does Featherfall work when you're holding on to other people? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Is it like a sky dri- skydiving like train, you know? But I guess like you would still, even if you had a parachute, if someone didn't and you were holding on to them, unless they were like strapped into you. Yeah, I would probably just have both of you guys take half damage. Mm. Uh, talk and roll. <laughs> I was going to say what I know, because <laughs> I do actually know my, oh, no, no I, I can do it. Hmm? I can get myself out of there. Hmm? Potentially. Hmm? No, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think. It'll be fine. You don't sound convinced. <laughs> okay, but I don't I don't want a kitty pancake. So like you need to guarantee something for me here. <laughs> You're all I have left. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can cast a spell on me that will make me run really fast. Okay, okay, okay. So hear me out. If you cast that spell and then I dangle you out of the train, do you think you could keep pace with the train? <laughs> Looney Tunes to start running. <laughs> Just like a road runner running on the ground. Maybe? I don't, I don't know if I could be that fast, but I could be kind of fast. At least double my speed that I normally run. Oh, but that's only like ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 twenty five. Excuse you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, DM question. Yeah. Because shield can be used to help bring up my AC when I'm about to be hit by an attack. Does <laughs> the ground count as an attack? Um, or like magic missile? Yeah, <laughs> would the ground count in that case? Mm, I, I'm gonna say no. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yes, that's fair. Guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just hold on to Jen and then it's fine. Okay, my question which is a little less extreme. How soon, because you know, like you don't just like slam on the brakes when you pull into a station. Yeah. So how soon does the train start slowing down before we're at the station? Like a couple miles out? What are we talking? 
Yeah, it probably um, slows down. Actually, you know what? Let me see if I can figure out how fast this train goes first. So if a train from Rote is traveling 72 <laughs> miles an hour, and there's another train from Chart that leaves the three hours later but is going 50 miles an hour, at what point do they meet? <laughs> yeah, and who was the engineer dumb enough to only create one track? Yeah, what's the solution? You fire the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> And how tall is the engineer? And how old is he? What <laughs> languages does he speak? What is his familial status? His social security number? <laughs> is he single? <laughs> What's his star sign? <laughs> <laughs> who said that? <laughs> I'm leaving that in there with no explanation. It's like, who is this man? <laughs> Miki is going to be in the corner and you see her turning first to like her left and whispering and then listening and then whispering and then she turns to the right and whispers and listens and whispers do i see this happening (laughs) are you just like doing this in front of everybody i mean i'm not hiding it okay i'm just in a corner as you guys are discussing having my own personal discussion well nico this probably, with where I come from, it wouldn't be the weirdest thing, right? Someone talking to things that aren't actually there or that I can't see. Yeah, you, you've probably seen people in uh, in Sharn do all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> Not even just in my hometown, just where I've mm-hmm. been now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and from where I'm from, this happens every day. As for communicating, like with with spirits, I don't think you're particularly familiar with it, but it's it's not like something you've never heard of. Okay. Okay, I have I have answers now. Where where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> How far out does the train does the train begin to slow down? It probably s- starts slowing down. I don't know, like a, a couple miles couple miles outside of Sharn. Okay. I mean, makes sense. Like, it's not gonna, like, full stop, but, like, um, it will slow down for a while before it actually reaches Sharn. Okay. And when it starts slowing down, what is, um, oh gosh, what's the physics term for it? Uh, inertia? Inertia. The, the deceleration the 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 unacceleration. What is the speed <laughs> of the train? Yeah, like what's the rate that it's slowing down? So the the train normally moves about thirty miles per hour. Well, that's so slow. No wonder it takes us nine hours to get here. <laughs> it could still kill us. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably um like not going to be like you could just hop off no damage until like really close, but it will start slowing down a mile outside of Sharn. Well, then Kitty could totally do her hasted thing and uh, keep track of the train, right? <laughs> oh, no, you said 30 miles per hour. Yeah. Not 30 feet per six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Can you do the stoichiometric conversion for that from um... <laughs> us being asshole scientists? <laughs> I have a similar question for Miki. Yes. If 
Nikki teleports while on a train. Does the momentum carry to the point where she's teleported to? This is a good question. Oh, man. (laughs) If I teleport at 30 miles per hour... Is she going to launch herself? It's like when you don't wear a seatbelt. Like, are you going to dimension door and, like, launch yourself 30 miles an hour in a wall? Uh, I do do believe you keep your momentum. When I, at least when you dimension door, you do keep your momentum. It doesn't work like Featherfall. For dimension door? Let me see. I thought you wouldn't. It just says you, you teleport to a spot that you can see. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't slow you. I don't think it says anything about momentum because usually you're not. I mean, like, hypothetically, you could, like, uh, teleport. Uh, actually, I don't know. You, you, I don't think there's any workaround to that. We want to know the physics. <laughs> you do keep your momentum, though. Okay, so having discerned this information from God, <laughs> Miki is going to turn to the the invisible being to her left and just shake her head, and then just only talk to the being on her right. Oh, the one on the left is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the one on the left obviously doesn't know any physics. <laughs> Pshaw, probably a communications major. <laughs> then she's going to turn to the group and say, Actually, now that I'm reading this description, that's not going to work either. Never mind. <laughs> it's only that I become invisible until the end of my next turn. And I'm like, yeah, that's real useful. I'm going to be invisible for six seconds. She has no solution that she can suggest to the group. What if... Are there any, like, emergency breaks that I can see? In the dining car? I mean, every car should have an emergency break. No, the the emergency break would would be uh, at the uh, what's it called helms. Oh, f. There is the back side, but we are close to one of the helms. Mm, yeah, we are. We're only two cars away. Would the break at the helms break the whole train? Break as in B R A K E, not B R E A K. <laughs> Although, uh, you don't know. Both of those could work, because if that helm... What if we break the train? (laughs) No, but if the brakes on the back of the train (laughs) break the train, B-R-E-A-K, then we don't have to worry about going into Sharn, because we have broken away from the rest of the train, and then we just skedaddle. Hmm. Yeah, are there like breaks between the cars as well? Like you know how sometimes train cars have like the um, like the lever, big lever breaks between each car. As you were passing uh, through cars, you did not see any 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 breaks like that. Oh my god, who designed this <laughs> godforsaken vehicle? <laughs> Another suggestion: someone could try to hitch a ride on the lion with wings, but like. It might also kill us. Yeah, I feel like after being locked up in a cage. <laughs> With that, <laughs> Perrin, Perrin looks at you and says, yes, that is actually my plan. But in case that didn't work, you know, the feather fall. Oh boy. 
I mean, I might be able to ask the lizard, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you could ask the lizard, that'd be great. Then that, that takes care of two two of us. I'm banking on riding the lion, though, not gonna lie. <laughs> Does anyone have uh, speak with animals by any chance? Nope. No. Nope. I'm not a spellcaster, so... Illidan also shakes his head. All right. Cool. We're we're a well-defined group. (laughs) (laughs) I suggest, so that we aren't planning for three hours. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) We should (laughs) try to pull the brakes in the back of the train once we're ready to break away in any sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm down. So there's no, like, emergency system on the train at all? That we have access to? Yeah, not that you can see in the uh, dining car. Seriously, who designed this thing? <laughs> what if there's an emergency? <laughs> You'd think the dining car... Wouldn't the dining car have its, like, I don't know, maybe just a fire extinguisher? There's a kitchen car! <laughs> What if we set fire to the kitchen? Oh, batteries. And batteries will lift their hands up. Please don't set fire to the kitchen. Okay, stand down. (laughs) Also, on the rear helm, um, there will also be some more crew members. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you said there was like two more back there, right? Yes, there should be. and we're closer to the, the, the forward helm. Yeah, we are. Yes. I wrote down all the cars. But we will be closer to the backwards helm. Yes, that's correct. The reverse helm? What is the technical term for this? Reverse helm. I wrote down reverse helm, yeah. Okay. But we'd have to pass through the one presenter cars. We have to pass through them anyways, I thought, to be able to get to... I guess that's true. The cargo cart, because we are, as I remember, with my impeccable memory and notes, we are aiming for car 10. We are in car 6. There are only 10, 11, 12, 13. There's 13 cars. Is there a general storage or cargo car? Yes. Which one was that one again? Uh, be 11. 11? It's the, the car before. Wait, is it before or after? After. Before. Depends which direction you're facing. No, car 9 is... It's after, it's after. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Okay. So, 10 is, uh, ooh. The, well, I just wrote poach. So it could be fill of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fancy man's storage. Okay, and standard storage is behind that. So if we get caught walking through... Yeah, how are we going to get through his car? Well, that's what I was going to say is if we get caught going through the VIP car, we'll just say, oh, we're trying to go to general storage, get something that we put back there. Oh, uh, the VIP cars have hallways. It's, it's, there's a long hallway and there's two rooms. Rich people. Is he the only VIP? I don't believe so. I believe there's, I don't remember if there's three or four rooms filled, but um, there are four rooms, and um, I don't think 
many of them are empty. So we are free to pass through the one percenter car, but we cannot pass through Tobias Boris's storage car without Tobias Boris. Yes, that were the instructions given to the crew. <laughs> but oh, but one of you have a disguised self, right? Yes, that's correct. I do. It was just getting rid of Mr. Mr. Boris. Okay, I suggest that. Can we go in that train? <laughs> that was not going to be my suggestion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I suggest. <laughs> I suggest that the twin brother question mark that has disguise self uh, lets us into car 10 X or so minutes that we've decided we need to set some animals free and also steal some shiny stuff and then that disguise self brother continues on from car 10 into the reverse helm and pulls the brakes disguised as Tobias Boros regardless and then we all will jump for it um i would like to check out the car just from the outside beforehand just to see if make sure that there's no magical alert system or something set up. Yeah, because didn't they mention there was like a bunch of precautions in place to stop something like this from happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were um, unmentioned or unspecified security upgrades. Unmentionable. (laughs) And we hadn't had a chance to check out what that actually means. And Illidan uh, speaks up. So would we be, if, if I'm pulling the emergency brakes as Tobias where would we be meeting to jump off of the train? Would we be meeting to jump off the train, or are we just going to abandon ship from wherever we are? Illidan, are you the one who will also be casting Featherfall? No. Okay, then presumably you will need to meet with us in order to be able to get off the train. Well, they pull the brakes, though. Well... If you pull the brakes as Tobias Boros and are able to get back to the bar car, dining car, without being apprehended or seen by the actual Tobias Boros, and then just act like a concerned employee, you should have no problem getting off the train in Sharn. Would we even need to pull the brakes, though, if we're all in the same car with Featherfall? It might just pull on it unwanted attention. Yes, but on Tobias Boris, who's already going to have attention on himself anyways. What if, I don't know if insurance exists in Eberron, but if there are reports that Tobias Boros was sabotaging the same train that his animals disappeared from, he has no claim to say that someone else stole his animals. That's true, and it could kind of put a stop to the whole thing, because then he wouldn't have any reputation. And also, I thought we were under the... I was under the impression we kind of wanted to just fuck him over. Yeah, I mean, there was... There was definitely talk of that. (laughs) Yes, that is the general idea. 
We were going to drug him, I think. <laughs> yeah. Are we still, Jem, are you still planning on having dinner with him and then being drugging, drugged, drugging him? I'm down. I don't think that's a good idea. I'm down for anything. But if Kitty thinks it's a bad idea, then they probably shouldn't. <laughs> I Because if we want to leave as soon as we unlock the cages yeah. and get the stuff, then... We don't want somebody separated, potentially. The whole part of that plan was that I would be back there with him when he woke up and going like, oh my god, I was poisoned. <laughs> and yeah, if we want to just abandon ship, then we're going to need to just bounce. Mm-hmm. And I don't need more people knowing my face. <laughs> also, is there a way to get to car 10 without going through car 9? Can we go over Carnine potentially because imagine he looks out his compartment window and sees the three troublemakers he's already interacted with making their way towards his possessions. Or we could duck. What if he comes out of the compartment? Ducking is just going to look highly more suspicious. Uh, from the hallway, there are no windows from the hallway to look into the rooms. Oh. Okay. There are only windows from the rooms to the exterior. And we're fine. We just have to be quiet. Can we bar him into... I'm just very concerned. At some point, he comes out of his compartment and sees us. Then we kill him. Especially if we're not having Illidan disguised as Tobias Boros pulling the handbrake. Thus, we could still drug him. Yeah, wasn't mm-hmm. that the point of the drugs to keep him out of our hair for yeah. the duration of the robbery? I'm just concerned how suspicious this looks. What if he gets like the whole, I don't know how shine works, but like if he's the only one drugged, then he will know he was very much targeted. And then we've disappeared from the train. He knows what we look like. But we didn't express interest in his animals. We didn't know about his animals. Exactly. Exactly. So he never brought it up. We wouldn't know. Nobody else knows. So there's no reason logically. Just because we're a bunch of upstarts on a train doesn't mean we're automatically stealing from a poacher. Yes. I mean, hypothetically, the the three of you could stay on this train and... We would be fine. Not garner too much suspicion. I mean, obviously, if we're jumping ship then we would be the most obvious suspect. So as long as you don't have anything obviously tying you to the the incident. Do you two just want to be the ones to leave them? We'll help you out and then you bail unless things go south. Yeah, it works for me. Because, I mean, we have no reason to run. That's true. If he only has suspicion but no concrete proof, or even if he doesn't have suspicion, then we should stay behind. Or, I mean, we could even, you know... If we do get caught, we can just be like, oh my god, look at those thieves over there. We tried to stop them, really. Wow. But, gosh, I'm just not strong enough. That's true. If we do get caught in the cart or something, we could say that we were fighting off these two. Yeah, like they were trying to steal their jewelry or something. And don't they suspiciously look like twins? (laughs) Exactly. They must be in on it together. And we don't look anything alike, so we must not be together. Yeah. 
We're just Mod Podge. Just make sure if you do get questioned that anything incriminating is probably hidden there. Um, and uh, Illidan points at Kitty's bag of holding. That's harder to check. <laughs> yeah, I told you there's like a one in five chance that they're going to grab a rock. <laughs> How many rocks are in Kitty's bag, by the way? 975. <laughs> could you, Jem, uh, could you roll a, a D100? Oh, no. I thought we already did this. <laughs> did we? I don't know. How many rocks are in Kitty's bag? I didn't write it down. I will write it down, though. Uh, hold on. I didn't I didn't prepare percentile advice. I, like, never expect to actually use them. <laughs> <laughs> That would be 28. <laughs> yep, 28 rocks. Okay. That's such a small number. I need more rocks. Yeah, I feel like we need to get you more. <laughs> it has been zero days since Jem has stolen a rock. <laughs> Wait. Stolen or picked up? Uh, depends on who you ask. If you ask a druid, probably stolen. <laughs> okay, so... Now that we know Jem has 28 rocks in the bag, do the odds of a person just randomly grabbing a bag go significantly down? Um, not that you would necessarily know this, but Kitty would explain that uh, bags of holding, they, they work by you have to think about the object to successfully pull out that object. So if you don't know what's in there, you can't pull anything out. Although you can flip a bag of holding inside out and everything will pop out, but... A bunch of rocks. There's no way I'm letting them do that. That's a good way to lose a hand. I've seen it happen. And and without um like inspecting the bag personally, you, they wouldn't be able to tell it's a bag holding. How many pieces of jerky does Kitty have? <laughs> Roll a D100, Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the uh, 86. Oh my god! <laughs> 86 pieces of jerky. Kitty is a hoarder. <laughs> She's a squall! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I-, I probably had a big game. A big piece of game. Yeah, you're, you're hibernating for winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it is. I've been helping her in recent months, too, so that mm-hmm. probably didn't help. <laughs> You've been helping her squirrel away for winter. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to make sure she's well-fed. Look at her. She's too skinny. Too small. <laughs> that's why she doesn't- that's why she's not full full height for a human, you know? She just hasn't eaten though. Exactly. I'm malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm only three feet five. I am malnourished human. Yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> okay. Nikki has been making notes in a small notebook or something. About our rocks and our jerky? (laughs) Have we been saying this out loud? (laughs) She starts going down the list and goes, All right, 90 minutes before the train pulls into Sharn. Yes or no? Yes. 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 Because these two can just bail and we can coast in. No problem. We are stealing anything we want from the train car and letting the animals go free. We can steal whatever will fit into the opening of my backpack. Do you think there's rocks? Hopefully. Are there any geologists on board? (laughs) (laughs) 
Illidan and Perrin look at each other and shrug. <laughs> Illidan will turn into Tobias Boros, or Illidan will disguise himself as Tobias Boros and allow us into Car 10. Yes. Illidan will not continue to the reverse helm and pull the emergency brake. I thought we were going to... Wait, are, are we going to do that? No, they're just going to bail. No, I think it's better for everybody... Yeah, I think it's better for everybody to be in the cart. That's what, That way, if people come in, we can pretend like we're fighting them off. Um, and then if nobody does come in, they will just leave from the cart with the creatures and we will pretend like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I will admit that it will make Tobias look more suspicious if he pulls the emergency brake. Which could possibly give you guys a, a better alibi, um, since whatever he will claim will make no sense. Hmm. Either way. Yeah. And then only Perrin and Illidan will be feather falling. Only Illidan, Perrin, and the lizard will be feather falling from Car 10. Yes. Yeah. And then we stay on. So we will make our way back to the dining car? Well, we can make our way back to anywhere. Our rooms, if you like, and just snooze. Okay. I mean, we don't even need to wait until 90 minutes out, really. I guess, well, yeah, we kind of do. It's just less time for us to potentially get caught. Yeah. Because, mm. uh, Perrin, you said your drug only lasts for like an hour? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, it, it, it's one hour minimum, but maybe more depending on the person. Ooh. Is it ever less depending on the person? No. If you pour the whole thing in. We're not killing Tobias Boros. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he's bad, but he's like, not, not like that bad. Mm. Have you seen his mustache? That's not an indication of anything. It's an indication of a lot. <laughs> we could cut it off while he's sleeping. <gasps> Can I? <laughs> Can I do the world a service? <laughs> he's going to poke someone's eye out if he turns too fast. <laughs> Maybe that's why he doesn't have friends. Oh, yeah. Also, if he, if he spins around, I thought of this uh, just a few minutes ago, but if he spins around really fast... He could be, like, a propeller. <laughs> <laughs> Is Tobias Boros just Waluigi? Wah. <laughs> Wah. <laughs> I mean, fits. <laughs> Did you make medieval Waluigi, Nico? No, I didn't. Not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> Ye old Waluigi sir, sire. <laughs> okay, I think we have then covered every part of the plan, and we should go check out card 10. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Now, I had to start prepping um, food, you know, for, for dinner, so... For our VIP, yeah. Oh, no, like, just, like, in general. Oh, just in general. Not yeah. Right. Is there only one cook on this train? Mm-hmm. Of 13 cars of people? 
I mean, well, there's the real cook, but like, uh, I, I gave the real cook a pass, so the real cook's just chilling. Do you also have to cook for the real cook? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> That's part of the favor. <laughs> uh, DM, I have a question. Mm. Would you know that House Orion is like in charge of the transportation services that we are currently partaking in? Yeah, I, I feel like that'd be pretty common knowledge. Would Jem know anything about House Orion? Uh, what are you asking about specifically? Just like... Like reputation or like... Yeah, like general, you know, how well do they treat their employees? Because obviously there's only one chef for a train of 13 cars. <laughs> and you know, is there like a union problem? Is there a strike going on? Like, what's the tea? I, I don't think you would probably have that much um, interaction with House Orion. Um, not something you've heard overwhelming complaints about when you when you talk to people. Okay. I was just wondering, because obviously this is not very fair treatment of their staff. And that means a lot to Jim. I think we should split up. Uh, you two do your pretend work stuff. You two sit in car six is where we're supposed to be. Yeah, you're allowed in um, cars three through six. And seven too, I guess. But Yeah, six is where we're like our provider yeah. are supposed mm-hmm. to be, right? You two be there for now. I'm going to go sneak and see if I could figure out if they have any magical traps set up or anything. And then I will meet you guys there. You want me to come with you? It's okay. I can send you a message if I get in trouble. Okay. You just... Just holla. Alrighty. Uh, so, is Kitty going to sneak on over to car 10? Yes. Not into car 10. I'm gonna, like... Just linger around the hallway before it. Case the joint. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there is an outside break between car 9 and 10. Um, or if I need to be, like, on the door edge. Let's see. I'm gonna walk halfway-ish down car 9, and then I'm gonna cast Detect Magic. And then just kind of walk, cause, uh, and then, like, see if I could figure out if anything is, like, anything on the door, any alerts. Uh, let me take a look at the range of Detect Magic real quick. 30 feet. 30 feet? Yeah, I can sense magic within 30 feet of me. So one train car is... I had it. I had it here. One train car is 60... 65 feet long. So uh, if you're standing in the middle of car 9, you notice that um, in one of the further back first class room um, that's closer to the car 10, uh, in that room, there is, doo, 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 doo. there are two magical signatures. Uh, I can see what school of magic it is. Um, can you, can you, let me just look at the spell real quick. For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use an action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. There are two 
uh, objects. One looks like shoes, and it is schools of magic. I am not good with schools of magic. Um, I'm guessing enchantment. And then the other one is relatively straight, thin piece um, that's maybe 10 inches long. Um, looks like a stick. And that one is... Sorry, it's not... Uh... <laughs> Scratch that. It is three feet long, cane-shaped is the second object. Um, and that is... I'm not sure if it would be enchantment or evocation. That's what you get. <laughs> okay. I'll put enchantment for now. Um, and then I will walk towards car nine until I'm like right at the door blocking car nine and ten. Against the door uh, of car nine, you are able to, let's see. What creature? Creature? <laughs> What creatures are considered magical? You are, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> what what creatures are considered magical? I'm gonna say that this is considered magical because it it's, it makes sense to me. Okay, so you see, um, uh, maybe like twenty feet out from where you're standing, uh, you see a circular creature. Um, maybe the size of, uh, this is large. Ooh, this is large. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, about maybe eight feet in diameter, and it's spherical. Uh, spherical? Spherical. They never mention any spherical creatures. Well, it's gotta be different from the 10 by 15 foot there's nothing on the doors. There's no. There's nothing other than the creature in Cartan. Um, nothing magical. Okay, I will keep it up as I head back towards Carsick. Already. Do I notice anything else? Uh, nothing else pings. Um, as you head back to Carsick. Okay. Then I will find my friends in Carsick. Hey, you're back. How'd it go? So, nothing on the doors. Nothing magical, at least. There was a weird circular creature. What? That was magical in card 10. I don't know. It was. And it was for sure. Kind of big. It was. It was a creature. Spherical? It was circular. How big? Yeah. Like eight feet ish. Nico, have I, with my background, ever seen an eight-foot diameter spherical creature? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, without you rolling, say no. (laughs) (laughs) How about me? Have I? I'm going to say no. Most of the creatures, both both of you, most of the creatures that you've encountered, um, no matter what type they are, most of them have um, organic shapes to, to them, like limbs, you know. Um, and it was eight feet diameter? Yes. Yeah. Also, without any more context, in my head, all I can see is spiel. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that happy face from Happy Game or whatever it's called. <laughs> also, in the car closest to car 
10. Sorry, the room closest to car 10. There's there's a room that's got some stuff in it that lit up, is all I'm going to say. They looked real pretty. I mean, I can't really see what they look like. I see the outline, I guess, but anything magical is pretty, right? Mm, it's true. There were some shoes and a cane, I think. Interesting. <laughs> Sorry, which car had the shoes and the... Nine, right? Yes. In car nine, it was the room closest to car ten. Wasn't... Tobias Boros mustache Luigi walking with a cane when we saw him in the dining car? I think so. I just wrote, I just wrote, he was gaudy and ugly. So, <laughs> also, DM, I'm, I'm being subtle talking to my friends. So, hopefully, people don't overhear us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's who's around us? We need ages, names, and heights. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Sexual orientation. <laughs> if you please. Or numerical <laughs> order if that is easier. Or chrono- chronological reverse chronological order from who pooped last. <laughs> so uh for for the the purposes of saving myself from describing a billion NPCs that you guys are going to want to talk to and i don't want to play um <laughs> we're gonna say that the standard car um has like a you know an anastasia oh no no you know in harry potter where like the trains the trains have little doors and like there's two rows of seats that are facing each other that's gonna mm-hmm. that's gonna that's gonna be what it is so they're super flimsy walls you could probably eavesdrop if you tried to but uh you'd have to try to so if you're being like um relatively quiet um you y- you're fairly certain that nobody's eavesdropping on you is it are they the kind of walls where they're not like the rooms aren't fully shut off like there's that little gap next to the window where they didn't complete the wall yeah, you know, like terrible bathrooms where it's yeah, like, or like yeah, offices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Cubicle walls. That's what you have. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so fuzzy. <laughs> like if you punch it hard enough, it would probably fall over. But like, you'd have to like full body slam to the wall to tip it over. Yeah. Okay. So they're cheap, man. How's Orion? Just really. <laughs> They are cutting corners. <laughs> this is the cheaper car. But yeah, so if that is Tobias's room, he will be knocked out and we can... Yoink, yoink. Little shoes, little cane. Do I have new shoes? I don't, right? Am I just barefoot? <laughs> Am I still wearing my wood? I had no shoes I could give you. Yeah, I mean... Uh... I imagine Jem has big feet. You're wearing whatever shoes you had for the wedding. <laughs> oh my god, what a look. <laughs> Unless you decided to go barefoot, yeah. I don't know, I might have. <laughs> Miki is obviously hearing you guys talking about sealing the shoes and the cane, right? Yeah. Are yeah. you in the room with us? <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm right there. And I'm going to take a like look at both of you and be like, Remember, we want to take absolutely nothing that he would notice and be able to trace back to us. Then we pawn it. 
doesn't this seem a little risky to the both of you to take his like personal cane that he was walking around with? I'm going to look at Kitty. But it was just so shiny. This is really normal for the two of you, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. You know, it's just, it's part of survival in Sharn. And you know what? If we're not going to take it, some creep on the street in Sharn will. At least we're taking it while he's sleeping and not while he's walking. That's true. (laughs) 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 Miki has a mental breakdown at that (laughs) Listen, I'm just saying, someone who dresses like that will get jumped. Listen, if you want to be super safe mm-hmm. and boring, <laughs> yes, then fine. That's not the worst anyone's ever called me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. For Mickey. But you're our friend now. We don't think you're boring. Yeah, you just do boring things sometimes that's fine yeah and that's okay we all do yeah no i'm rather boring and i'm accepting of that okay let's compromise if we finish our job early and we're going back to a safe compartment and not his and he's still asleep one of the two items maybe not both Maybe not his cane. Can we not take his cane? I would feel terrible. Let's take his shoes. I want to see him walk on bare feet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I now feel terrible no matter what we take. You know what? He's probably packed a second pair of shoes. That's not the most outlandish thing I've ever heard. He just doesn't have a second pair of magical shoes. It's probably just like, you know, Sire Shoals. Okay, let's do, well, yes, let's, um, shoes, not his cane. How old was Tobias Boros? He was, like, middle-aged, yeah? Um, yeah, middle-aged. Okay, if I think back, did he need his cane to walk, or was it just, like, a, I'm rich, so I have a cane? Uh, it seemed more like a, I'm, I'm rich, and, uh, I, I have a cane, because- See- He's a terrible person. Let's do it. <laughs> he could have an invisible disability. Uh, Miki, you would guess by, by, by you know, how Jem um, tripped him uh, with her dress. The, the, from the way he got up and then kind of uh, picked up his cane after the fact that he, uh, for the most part, can walk without a cane. <laughs> see he's a terrible person now it's between Miki's like I don't want to get in trouble and I would feel really bad if he actually needed the cane I'm like let's take the shoes one or two instances shoes not cane yeah let's take the shoes alrighty and with that uh, you guys I don't know take a nap <laughs> sneezles <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> to talk about our feelings and uh, take the moment for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's um, be back at 3.40. Sorry. 3.40? <laughs> oh, no. That's a big break. This is the second time, Nico. <laughs> Listen, I woke up in the a.m. today. <laughs> He woke up in the AM, Marina. Give him a break. 
Because I'm not just like the guy swear. Eight hours. <laughs> he he ate his breakfast when it was actually a normal time to eat I breakfast. Know. Um, okay, back at eight forty. <laughs> okay. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, if you've made it this far into the podcast, thank you. We've poured a lot of time into this, and we're really thankful that you're sticking around. If you want to learn more about this podcast with character art and fun facts about the players, characters, and the DM. You can find us at Beholding Out for a Hero on Instagram, not all one word, and twitter.com slash B-O-F-A-H podcast. And now, back to the action. So, um, Perrin uh, had had set the uh, meal time and uh, drugged subsequent drugged meals um, up uh, to about go off when, when planned. Ooh, should we just drug all the one presenters? <laughs> it's too late. You hadn't talked about it. Um, only Tobias is, is drugged. Oh, no! <laughs> At about 9.30, um, you see uh, Perrin and Illidan both heading um, back. They probably, uh, at some point, pass your car back towards um, the first-class car to check if Tobias is asleep. What are y'all up to? I'm going to point towards car nine, and in... Illidan's head. Hey. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, God. You're in, you're in car six? Yep. That is too far. Is it? For message? Message is like 120 feet, isn't it? One car is 60-some feet long. Okay, well, I do that anyways. <laughs> Wait for a response. <laughs> you don't get a response. <laughs> You know, he just doesn't like talking. And that's fine, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Illidan was not the talkative one of the two. Mm-mm. Yeah. Fine. And then I will do it again for Baron. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Are you gonna respond to me? No response. <laughs> wow, ghosted. <laughs> Both of them, man. Why are we helping them again? <laughs> this is a good question, honestly. <laughs> what are you trying to do, Kitty? Uh, I'm trying to send them a message. See if if it's go time. Oh, I can also do that. And I think they're a little far away at the moment. But I'm also sure if they were within range, they would love to speak to you. Yeah, I thought they were just being dicks, but that's fine, yeah. Well, can you can you try sending him a message then, Miki? Um, I believe I have the same range limitations as Kitty. But we don't know if it's a range problem, right? How much do I know about the limitations of my own spell? You would probably know the distance fairly well, um, because uh, I imagine having circus carnival areas quite large you would you would probably be fairly familiar with how far it can actually go do i also know like material limitations yeah i, I feel like you would have um a, like a reasonable guesstimate for for that as well okay miki's gonna turn to gem and be like no she's just too far from them oh i mean if you say so 
Mm. Oh, is that why people never respond to me? I thought they were just being dicks. Well, I mean, they both are equally likely, Kitty. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> True. We have to be fairly close to our targets, Kitty, for people to be able to hear us and respond. Oh. You can't just send it to anyone who's um, like three miles away is rather impossible for them to hear us um with that the uh the uh door to your your car slides open and it's parent uh you guys you guys coming oh thank god yes he's out come on okay yeah and he leads you i'm gonna go barefoot for this i don't want to wear fancy dress shoes for this excursion (laughs) (laughs) sure you don't want six inch high heels no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to fight in six inch shields? <laughs> Listen, that's a fight for a different day. <laughs> I guess I've taken off all the costume jewelry on my horns and probably like dropped them into Kitty's bag. Do I need a roll for how many pieces of costume jewelry I have? <laughs> sure. Might as well round it out. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and roll the d20. Um, if it's only one, I would demand a reroll. That's fair. Five. You have five pieces of costume jewelry. All right. Of unspecified size, so and if you want one really big piece, I'm not <laughs> stopping you from that. Yeah, they're just like five extremely long necklaces that have been wrapped around <laughs> my horns. Alrighty. Um, so apparent leads you to um, the first class car. Um, and you see what looks to be uh, Tobias standing outside of the first first class car. Um, and next to Tobias is, uh, familiar to you, Kitty, a large metal cat. Oh, hi! Look, 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 batteries! It's same as you? Kind of? More or less. Ooh. Yeah. Is this cool? Perrin's cat? Uh, no, this is my cat. Uh, and Baron from uh, behind you says, "No, no, no! This is my cat." And <laughs> opens up his his uh, uh, train uniform and pulls out a small black cat and mouths at you. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> he stuffs it back into his shirt. Wait, no, no! You can't, you can't just pull that on us <laughs> and then put the cat away. We have to properly greet this cat. God, you guys are freaks. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I just not not everyone likes cats. He pulls out the cat again, um, and uh, sets the cat on the floor. It is a very well behaved cat. Um, see, it doesn't seem to be particularly friendly. Like it's not like immediately going up to all of you to to greet you guys, but uh, we'll we'll sit still um, and let you pet it. Oh hi, my name's Kitty too. What is the cat's name and age? And height. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a rather small black cat. Um, a little runty as far as cats go. Um, his name is uh, Kuro. Can you spell that? Kuro. K-U-R-O. Oh, by the way, uh, no magic on the doors, but there is a spiel. <laughs> and you guys didn't tell us about this, so yeah. There is a... a- Magical creature that is spherical in the cart. <laughs> I love the extra you. <laughs> <It's> spherical. <laughs> I 
didn't know that there was one. Have you been inside this car yet? Not since Rote. So he's picked up another animal in Rote. It's possible. Uh, but but before we before we get into the car, look look, and he opens the door to the first car, um, and you see uh, Tobias unconscious on the bed, mustache clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Is it stabbing the table? <laughs> oh, you said mustache clipped. Oh, clipped. Uh, it's it's yeah, yeah, uh, cut off. What looks to be cut off badly with scissors. Um, oh, I wanted to do it. <laughs> and there are mustache bits on the on the bed. Oh, was this is this the cart that the shoes came from? Give me a second. I'm gonna sneak in there and grab the shoes and put them in my backpack. Yeah, you, you can walk in and take his shoes. <laughs> are the shoes on his feet? Yes, the shoes are currently on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> if you need me to roll for it, yeah. Does she need to roll for shoes? But um, not this time. (laughs) All right, I put Tobias's shoes in my inventory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my arm around Miki and start walking her towards uh, the one disguised as Tobias. And I want to subtly look at Kitty over my shoulder and just kind of nudge my head towards the inside of the. Of Tobias's car and mouth the cane and then but lead Miki away. Do I notice? Do I see the cane? Okay, um, you're, you're trying to do this sneakily, right? Yes. Uh, go ahead and roll a, um, what's my call? Stealth check. Uh, stealth or sleight of hand. I'll, I'll let you do either. Actually, it's more, more sleight of hand, uh, I would say. Okay, well, if you, if you say so. Yeah, can I try to notice this? If you dare. Um, sure, yeah, you know that the gremlins are gremlins. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. <laughs> I know the gremlins What do you gremlins. mean, gremlins? <laughs> <laughs> I, it is what it is. <laughs> Damn it. Oh no, I forgot there was a one. <laughs> I forgot there was a one? I saw the eight, but not the, the tens place. So it just looked like eight, but it was eighteen. Um oh, fifteen. Fifteen? Uh nineteen twenty. Twenty total. Oh my god. Yeah, you notice. <laughs> As she's like mouthing the cane, Miki's hand will just creep up to cover her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lick her hand. <laughs> That's fine. Miki Miki accepts this and just kind of turns her face forward and goes, one, not both. Both, not one. Or rather, both, not one. (laughs) Kitty, come on. (sighs) Kitty's going to look at Jem and just mouth sorry (laughs) um, and head out. Jem's going to pout and like drag her feet. (laughs) But Miki, he's a rich person and we have to get back at him for it. I'm going to close the door quietly behind us. We don't have to attack all rich people. Yes, we do. (laughs) Don't you know how rich people are? (laughs) I mean, in all fairness, there are some luggage cases in this uh, train storage car as well. Um... By the way, and I'm gonna just 
like whisper to Perrin, um, by the way, do you have, did you like get rid of the evidence of whatever you snuck into his meal or do you still have it on your person? I still have it on my person. Why would I waste that? Oh, there's some left? Yeah. Oh. Well, I was going to say you could plant it on somebody in this car. Oh, that's smart. Mm, but I wouldn't want to just plant it on anybody. I'd want to like plant it on like an asshole who has it coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all one person. You couldn't just plant it on Tobiosporos? Again, insurance fraud. That he would drug himself? Oh. Oh, I, yeah, I guess I could. Yeah. Okay, I'll be right back. And he uh, disappears into the room for uh, a few moments and reemerges. Did you wipe it for Prince? Yeah, of course. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead, roll an insight check. Can they even look at fingerprints in D&D? <laughs> Just in case, did you wipe it? <laughs> Insight is a plus four, um, and that would be a five. <laughs> oh, did you roll a natural one? You have no clue. <laughs> you guess? I mean, yeah. <laughs> sure. He's, he's such a ray of sunshine, it's blinding me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we go in, um, I guess while we were like in the economy class car miki did want to call on the spirits as you do okay um can you um what are you trying to contact them for general guidance yeah she's just gonna use one of her tales from beyond so she's gonna reach out to whichever spirit is currently creeping over her shoulder because they all do that okay uh let me know what you roll Where's my D12? Pretty D12. Earl the one, which in this case is not terrible. So, tale of the clever animal. Mm-hmm. For the next 10 minutes, whenever the target that I choose makes an intelligence or wisdom or a charisma check, the target can roll an extra die immediately after rolling the D20 and add the extra die's number to the check. The extra die is the same type as your bardic inspiration die. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, you, uh, are able to contact a, the spirit of a halfling thief who had also done, uh, back in their day, quite a few train robberies and is quietly advising you over your shoulder. Perfect. And she'll choose the target basically when she's ready. I'm not going to choose it yet. Already. All right. I'm going to check for traps at the door before we head in. Sure. Can I assist? Um, go ahead and roll an investigation check, either separately or one at advantage. Would you rather me do it at advantage, Reina? Hold on, what's, what's my investigation? Um, what's your investigation? Plus six. Yeah, you in advantage, friend. <laughs> All right, that's twenty-five. Uh, twenty-five. Yeah, you are. You are certain that there is uh, no traps on this door. And I will say, since since the train doors, they have like one door and then you walk over to the next car and then there's the other door. Um, I'm going to use the same rule. It's fine. Both doors um, are not trapped. Okay. Cool. It's showtime. All right. Um, who, what, what is the marching order? Um, I would like to go last 
Sure. I imagine Kitty's going first then since she checked the doors. Sure. I guess I'm in the middle. It's a thief sandwich. Illidan will be uh, in front of Jem and uh, I'm going to put Illidan and Perrin in the same place. Before we head in, I want to just make sure no one has eyes on us. No one's watching us. Uh, yeah. From when you had first entered the first class cars, uh, you hadn't passed anyone. And um, as you are entering this car, there is nobody in the first class car behind you. Or at least in the hallway. Does it feel suspiciously empty or just naturally empty? I mean, it is, what, 9.30 at night? Oh, yeah. You would guess naturally empty because, yes, it is quite late. Um, but also there aren't a lot of passengers in the first class section. Um, so it's not like there would be a lot of foot traffic to begin with. Okay. Also, according to Nico's natural sleeping habits, 9.30 is not that late. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about the sleeping habits of one percenters. It's true. They were going to bed at 7 p.m. so they can wake up at 4 to go golfing. Yep. You do need light to go golf. But they have to get ready so they can golf at like six. Yeah. <laughs> they have to, you know, they have to digest their like <laughs> whole wheat avocado toast <laughs> and poached eggs. Kitty will enter and keep her eyes out for sneak attacks or like anything that might pop out at us. Oh, Nico, so John put a thing in the table where it's apparently you can only roll up to what your bardic inspiration die is. Oh. Yeah, it says okay. to roll your bardic inspiration die and then consult the table. That makes sense. Oh. Uh, we both didn't read that clearly. <laughs> yeah, I thought it just consumed a bardic inspiration die. Yeah, that's what I assumed too. It do both. Okay, well, we will do that for next time. It doesn't matter because you rolled a one anyway, so. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you rolled like butt. <laughs> Alrighty. So, Kitty, as you enter, and uh, I will say the that Miki and Perrin can easily see over Kitty's shoulder. Everyone else is going to have to wait until the traffic congestion clears out. Um, but, Kitty. How tall is Perrin? Uh, six foot. Oh, we're the same height. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. So, uh, Kitty, when you enter this cargo car, the interior of the cargo car is very um, bare bones with lots of uh, wood slats where that allows you to tie things down. Immediately, you are met with a large metal container about, uh, I don't know, a little over 10 feet in, in width and... It obscures most of your view. Um, as uh, you see, there's a, uh, like it's strapped down to one side of the car, and there is a narrow, narrow walkway on the uh, other side where it's not strapped down. Uh, you assume this is one of the cages that that holds one of the animals. Uh, is anybody good at picking locks? Perrin raises his hand. I should hope so. <laughs> I can. I can. Okay. Then should we split up? Some people get working on the cages. Some people work at looting. I will loot. I can get to work on the cage. Yeah. Sounds good to me. And then Perrin says, I'll take the other one. Well, 
There's only two cages in here? Yeah. Does one of them hold the weird spherical feel? Some Orboros or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. As you uh, all file in, let me send you a map. Uh-oh. I don't what? like it. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> you keep your maps to yourself, mister. <laughs> So, I don't have good icons. Miki, uh, please remove yourself from the car. I'm not sure if you're going to fit yet. No, Jim, because oh. you you came in last. Okay, I'll be over here. Uh, I didn't get icons for the other two. But they're your boys. The twins. Are they going to have the same icon? No, because they look different, don't they? Yes, they do. Okay, Illidan will be shush emoji, and <laughs> Perrin will be corn. <laughs> corn. Who's <laughs> gonna be corn? Uh, Metal Cat will be bear. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, that's right. Can you? Is there a batteries one? Ooh, uh, you know that's something I didn't do either. I'll do it next time. Okay. Kitty, as you are uh, approaching the the narrow hallway you begin to hear a, a mechanical whirring and the, the noises of gears clicking um that sounds familiar to you you said i recognize the whirring sound mm -hmm. what do i recognize it as you recognize that as the noises of a construct oh, no. okay uh -oh. <laughs> and then is it coming from the direction i remember the spherical Creature? Yes, uh, from where you are currently, you would be able to see the two giant spheres just down the hall, <laughs> just down the walkway, and you would be able to also see that they are um, unfurling into octopus-like monsters. Oh no! Um, 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 t t Tobias, you might want to get over here, please. <laughs> front, front. Maybe maybe they'll recognize your face and they won't attack us. Uh yeah, yes. Um and <laughs> Smooth. Illidan's gonna push Baron back out uh to to walk in. This seems to have no effect. Ooh. Do you think they're like linked to maybe like a ring on his hand or something? I can go back and check. Should we have chopped off his hand? Or the cane? The cane? <laughs> I should go steal the cane. As as you say this, Miki, uh, <laughs> Illidan pulls out the ring and says, this ring? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Try it. Uh, stop. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, and from here, we're gonna have everyone roll initiative. No! Uh -oh. bum, bum, bum. What in the heck heck deck is my initiative? Boy. Do I get any initiative anything? I do not. <laughs> cool. Dude, I've been rolling like <laughs> ass all night. <laughs> um, that would be an eight. Uh-oh. Eight for gem. Well, I got a four. <laughs> I got a five, but plus two for initiative. 
And one for Jack of all trades, so eight with gem. Eight with gem. <laughs> oh boy. We're not built for this deal. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what's what's your dexterity, gem? A six. What? Or no, wait, sorry. No, sorry. That's not possible. I was <laughs> like, mm. that's wrong. That was a saving throw. Uh, nineteen, so plus four. Uh, and then yours, Miki? Plus two. Wait, you rolled a four? Uh, a big number. Actually, we all rolled really low. Never mind. Yeah. The, the I rolled a four. Main, main stat score. Uh, plus two is, a uh, is how, how much? Plus two is a fourteen. Fourteen? Mm-hmm. I'm using your curse die, Reyna. <gasps> Good. Continue using it. <laughs> it is, uh, verified cursed. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so pretty. Do we know if there's any soundproofing on the cars? Uh, I would say you, Kitty, do not know because um, you you haven't been on a whole lot of trains. Because mm-hmm. I just realized if I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> what if I had a Glock? <laughs> you think it's going to like, it's not, probably not going to notice all of the bang, bang bangs, right? Nobody's gonna come running over here because they hear gunshots, right? <laughs> Listen, you, these one percenters—they're gonna want us dead or alive for disturbing the peace. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that one octopus is the only one who rolled really good. No, no, no. <laughs> Perrin also got a five. Yeah, Perrin rolled really bad. Illidan rolled well on the cursed die. No. Oh. oh, is the octopus going before me? The octopus is going first, right? Oh no, okay. <laughs> what is the octopus's dexterity? Uh, you don't know. So then how do I know if I go first or not then? Oh wait, hold on, yeah, huh. Have you got a four? Oh. Uh, what's your dexterity? Fourteen. The octopus is going first! <laughs> <laughs> no! To keep it a secret, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put, um, octopus as point one, and then... You as point two. Parent is corn, right? Yes, parent is corn. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said the octopus is going first. Ah, yes, I can do math. <laughs> <laughs> point two goes before point one. Hold Nico. on, hold on. Shh. It's been a day. I had to wake up at the AM. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be my excuse for like the next month. <laughs> Behold the DM that had to wake up in the AM. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh initiative is in. Illidan's going first. Okay. Oh wow, we got a real traffic jam here. I'm three five. I am a small creature. He can squeeze past me. He doesn't want to squeeze past you. He wants to get the Oh. The cat in. <laughs> well, Anybody can squeeze past me. It's just squeezing past everybody else. I don't know. You can squeeze, but it just counts as one unit of like um, difficult, difficult terrain. terrain. Yeah. So the the cat is gonna uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Wait. So the ring didn't do anything. The ring did not do anything. Um, and it's going to make a melee attack. Ooh, I made a mistake. <laughs> okay. What? I don't have any cantrips that are damage dealing. 
It's okay. <laughs> because guess what? <laughs> I don't have any weapons. <laughs> oh no, that's Oh right. yeah, that's right. Don't you have a dagger? <laughs> no, I have a dagger. I have a dagger. And that's it. <laughs> oh you have a dagger. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have here on my I have here on my D and D Beyond I have a short sword, but I don't think that's right. No, that is not right. Is Miki the only one equipped for combat in this situation? We came from a wedding, sister. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> I have batteries. I have batteries. You have a Glock. <laughs> oh yeah, let me let me put batteries on. Um, I assume batteries would be either behind or in front of you. So I'll go ahead and put uh, batteries. Is going to go ahead and be Thamuz for now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Thamuz, the blue goblin. Yeah, so the the uh, steel defender is going to uh, give the pentadrone a smack, but uh, it, it doesn't seem to be hitting to do damage, uh, and that's going to be the end of his turn. Pentadrone's turn. What are they called? Pentadrone. Pentadrones. Mm-hmm. Are they octopi with only five legs? Yeah, and they fold up into little circles. What a loser. Wait, are these the <laughs> eight feet wide thingies? Yes. Um, oh, they're chongus, okay. They're not spheels? <laughs> no. I wish they were spheels. <laughs> yeah, bring back the spiel. I mean, you could call them that. Yeah, Miki doesn't know what they are. <laughs> um, it's going to not really be able to move too much. <laughs> we got him trapped, boys. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It can. It can. Hold on. 30 feet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, wait. DM. Question for you. Well, I guess we wouldn't know. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, if they get out, are they going to, like, Jurassic Park this train? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Going to have Kitty... Illidan and Miki all make uh, constitution saving throws as the pentadrone in the back is um, exhaling some sort of gas and it's filling your side of the car. Why do I keep putting my dice away? <laughs> in combat! <laughs> You're like, I won't need these anymore. <laughs> I have an 11. 18. DC 11, does that, I don't remember, is, is it meat? Meats beats. <laughs> Be <you mean. laughs> if, it, if you're defending against something, you have, if you meet it, you beat it, so you're fine. But if you're attacking something, if you meet it, you can attack them. So it's like, no. Yes? John? If, if it's a DC, you have to meet or exceed that DC. Uh, same with like, armor class. So if you're attacking someone, you have to meet or exceed their armor class. And that goes if something's attacking you as well. So if I meet it, I beat it. Yes. You're okay. Thank you, John. You can return back to the nether. <laughs> <laughs> we just have our uh, cons consultant, our, our D&D consultant on, on call. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um... So that's all that that one's going to do. Jem, it is your turn. You are stuck in the bottleneck. <laughs> With just a dagger. 
Oh, no. Uh, well, I'm gonna turn around and steal the cake. <laughs> I feel like I can't do anything. I can't get in there. Even if I could get in there, I'm useless. Because <laughs> all I have is a dagger strapped to my thigh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yeah. And uh, spells, not I. Um... <laughs> um, so I'm gonna how far am I from the one percenters room Tobias um, actually Jem you probably don't a hundred percent know what's going on besides the fact they called that they called for Tobias did, didn't we shout out like, oh maybe the cane yeah we did shout out oh maybe the cane Okay, they they shouted, "Oh, maybe the cane." I'm running back to get the cane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but how far away is his room? Um, one train car is about thirty feet, so um, you could use your action to dash. Yeah, I'll do that. And I'll say for for you'll be more or less where you were if you go uh, use your action to dash to grab the cane. Okay, then yeah, run to get the cane. That's thirty feet. Grab the cane, run back, that's six, that's to dash, that's 60, that's okay? Yeah. Okay, then that's what I'll do. Cool. Nikki, you are up. I'm trying to figure out how I can get a 10-foot radius circle without damaging anyone. But I can't. Oh, I see. Oh, without damaging the stuff, too? 10-foot radius... Uh, according to my spell description, a non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spell's area. And I know we want to loot things, so I cannot. Yeah, I mean, do I think that the walls of the train car are going to be fine? Also, the metal cat! I would be getting the metal cat! Yeah, you would be getting the metal cat, but, um... It doesn't have to be uh, somewhere you ha you can see because uh, if Miki is five two, I can't see anything. I'm not a hundred percent certain. <laughs> yeah, she can see over this container. Uh, the description for Shatter just says erupts from a point of your choice within range. Okay, so you don't have to see. I don't have to see. It just has to be within range. Although you would not be able to estimate with the precision because you haven't looked into this room. Um, I guess who's in my way? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> not Perrin and not Jem. Oh yeah, Illidan, uh, Kitty, and then Batteries is in your way. Do I have a sense of how these octodrones, pentadrones? Do I have a sense of how these robotic octopi are able to sense people? I would say no, because you haven't even seen them at this point. Great. Okay. Although, if you if you do want to use your movement to go shimmy, scoot past people, and then scoot back to your place, um, I don't know if you would have any clue, based on uh, your knowledge of constructs. I, I would say you, Miki probably wouldn't know. I bet my knowledge of constructs is, yeah, real low. Okay. I at least want to... I guess I want to be able to see them. So I'm going to be like, to be able to even get a sense of what they are or where they are, because I know Kitty is mm -hmm. not happy with what's the contents in this uh, train car. I'm just going to go, 
excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me, as I squeeze past Illidan <laughs> yeah. to get to Kitty and then just peer over Kitty's head, like, around the cage and be like, okay, I've seen enough. Mm-hmm. And I will use Ray of Frost to attack the closest one I can see. Um, so within range, 60 feet, make a ranged spell attack. Where's my d20? Um, oh, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna, that's a seven. Yeah, that does not hit, unfortunately. <laughs> um, the, the natural armor of this uh, construct seems to be extremely sturdy. Fuck. Well, it's a good thing I wasted that on a cantrip. And then I'm going to... Oh, uh, from where you are, though, you probably can get a closer look at this creature um, on each of its five legs um, that kind of unfolded from the sphere. Or from the sphere, you didn't see it unfold because uh, Kitty had described spheres. You assumed that they unfolded. Um, there is an eyeball on each leg, um, as well as a, a weird mechanical-looking mouth. Nico, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's rather uncanny uh, it, as the mouth is vaguely human but clearly mechanical. Nico, no. <laughs> Uh, okay, I just, I'm going to bonus action pat what's-his-face Illidan on the back and be like, I don't know, do something smart, and I'll give him Tell of the Clever Animal. (laughs) Okay. That's my turn. Um, alrighty. Next up is Perrin. Um, he's going to... Better shape up, do, do, do. Weasel pass, everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> and only be able to get... Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, batteries. That far. <laughs> oh, it's a train wreck here. I mean, not yet, but maybe one day. A train to be wrecked. <laughs> Suddenly I'm very glad I'm not in this room. <laughs> Already. He can't reach anyone, so... It's just gonna chill there. Um, <laughs> next Pentrodrone's turn. It's going to... You know what? It's gonna gas everyone, too. Everyone... Everyone, except for Jem, is going to have to make another constitution uh, saving throw. I don't want to be in here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. 13 for Kitty. That's fine. Should I be rolling for batteries? Batteries doesn't breathe, though. Batteries does not breathe, so batteries does not have to roll. Okay. Uh, that'll be a 10. Um, you are paralyzed. Um, <sighs> Miki. You are paralyzed, but you can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Is anyone else joining me in my paralysis? Nope. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Kitty, it is your turn. We're built different. <laughs> <laughs> so I can use a bonus action to move batteries 15 feet. Uh, can I get him, sorry, them on to uh, this side? So like, because I can't get past the mechanical cat. Yeah, yeah. So just next to the mechanical cat, would that work? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So batteries has moved up between the two cages and they will spread out their paws, the little mechanical uh, rabbit paws, and release a cone of flamethrower. Oh dear. Let's go. So (laughs) the uh, 15 feet, a 15 foot cone. Okay, yeah. And anything in its range will have to make a dexterity saving throw. Alrighty. I got a nine and a five. I fail and fail. Ooh, very nice. So two D eight fire damage. Um, that's eleven total. Nice, nice. So both take eleven points of damage. And then Kitty will ask Perrin and Illidan. Do you know if these cards are soundproof? <laughs> and then she'll like wiggle her pistol. <laughs> uh, Illidan says, not that soundproof. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to squeeze myself into the corner as much as I can. So if anybody wants to move past me, they can. <laughs> A little easier, okay. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all I can do. Yeah, shoot. I didn't take a cantrip that's damage dealing. Sounds good. Alrighty. Uh, Illidan's go. He's gonna have his cat attack again. That hits this time. Hooray! Ooh. Nice. Rolled max damage. Mess him up. <laughs> the first one is starting to look a little rough. Suck it up by the holy worst boys <laughs> in the background. <laughs> That's all Illidan's gonna do. Because nice. <laughs> he doesn't want to get in there. It is the uh, far pentadrone's turn, but it can't wiggle itself in that narrow hallway, so uh, it's gonna chill. Idiot. <laughs> gonna chill uh you you hear it making uh kind of mechanical clicking noises um as if it's uh in waiting waiting for something to come in range gem your go okay so i have the cane yes (laughs) Uh, it's a cane (laughs) it's a cane i'm not magically I'm magically inept, if anything. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna. I just because, like, I'm like right here. Yeah, like the door. Um. Yeah. So you you yeah you would be right behind um Illidan, and you can see that there's a giant metal cage. You figure that some something is attacking uh your friends because. They're, they're like they're flipping out choking on gas yeah <laughs> but, uh, um so I'm gonna push Illidan down to a crouch and aim over his head and just command stop <laughs> whether it does anything or not I'm going out on a limb here y'all I don't know what this cane does <laughs> okay um let me let me check what the cane does. <laughs> Cause maybe I'm right. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Was I right? 
can you go ahead and um, roll a just, just just roll a d20 for me. Just roll a d20. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's just a solid average ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you uh, hoist the cane up and you say stop, uh, and you see, not that you would have seen, but Miki, you would recognize this um, as the ray of frost cantrip, uh, as ice streaks out up and over the cage and hits nothing. <laughs> I don't think that does what you think it does, Gem. But keep doing no. that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, I got nothing, okay? <laughs> Do you want something? Oh, I'm paralyzed. <laughs> Miki is making noises that attempt to communication, but through her paralyzed uh, self, you, you can't really understand her. <laughs> you okay there? Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna pass off the cane to Illidan then. Okay, since he's the closest, he'll he'll take it. Um, and he seems to to uh, see what it does as well. I should hope so. It went right over his head. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I imagine Kitty also knows. Yeah, uh, Kitty. If you saw you saw both Miki and Jem cast that spell, so you you would. Uh, figure out what it does fairly easily um and uh do 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 Miki I don't think you can do anything except roll your saving throw <laughs> well actually I'm I'm sorry DM yeah uh if I could after passing off the cane mm -hmm. can I run back to the <laughs> 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 yes you can <laughs> I have a plan I'm not just looting I promise <laughs> What would you like to do in Tobias's room? <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna grab him. <laughs> oh god, okay. Yeah. Uh, you can pick him up. Uh, moving back, you wouldn't be able to... Because to, you're, you're carrying another creature at this point. You wouldn't be able to make it all the way back, but you're, in your next turn, you can. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Because it's 30 feet to his room. Yeah. That's the end of my movement anyway. Alrighty. Is that... Are they going to recognize him without his mustache? Oh, no, we didn't think about it. <laughs> what if it's like an iPhone screen, like iPhone face mask? <laughs> There's only one way to find out. It's like, you changed too much. Oh, my God, someone put a mask on him. Quick, it works with the new update. <laughs> okay, I will just roll for paralysis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank fuck. 15. Yeah, uh, you are able to shake off the effects of the, the, the gas. These are the worst! <laughs> that is all <laughs> she says. Yeah. <laughs> that is the end of your turn, so you can't do anything else this turn. Uh, parents' turn. Go on, um, corn boy. He's, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna go up to it and punch it. Oh. No. Karen's favorite food better be corn on the cob. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> He's gonna punch a mechanical construct. Yes. No one ever said he was smart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nat 20. 
What? <laughs> oh. Too bad an unarmed strike is... A d4? <laughs> Isn't an unarmed strike one plus your strength modifier? Yes. Unless you're a race that's like tabaxi where you can claw. Is his unarmed modifier... Or is his strength modifier minus one? <laughs> oh man, I rolled really bad on damage. <laughs> um... <laughs> He punches the, uh, the, the, the sphere twice, and one of them uh, seems to glance off without um, doing much damage. The other one does, does a little bit of damage. <laughs> a solid two points. Uh, well, you know what? That's two more points that we didn't have. <laughs> the, uh, not that anyone but Kitty can see, um, but the um, first one, the one that is closer to you all, um, is starting to... Uh, look a bit dented. It's, uh, it's showing some, some damage. Okay. Alright. Okay. Second pentadrone's turn. Let's see. Which one's that one? Um, it's going to do a fuck ton of attacks. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, indeed. Um, <laughs> Nicholas, please. <laughs> That one. No, thank uh, God. Fourteen. Define fuck ton. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> what units is that in? Is that in uh, milligrams per deciliter or? <laughs> uh, fuck ton is in like five. It is one per leg. What? Oh my God. Leg units. We're gonna die to Waluigi. <laughs> it attacks the um the. Not if Waluigi dies to it first. <laughs> steel cat and the steel cat is surprisingly hardy um and the hit doesn't do any damage um that's good the next two attacks um two wait hold on i forgot to add no it does do damage (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, i rolled really well on damage the uh steel cat is taking some damage How dare you. It's gonna keep going. Uh, one more attack. Ten. That does not hit. Uh, so it only landed one attack on the Steel Cat. Um, uh, that's gonna be it for that turn. Kitty. Your turn. I'm just gonna have batteries shoot out some more fire. So deck saving throw from the two of them. Deck saving throw from both of them. Okay, that's gonna be a 10 and a 14. Nope. Uh, 14, let me see. 14 meets it, so the one that rolled the 14 gets- Beats it, beats it. Yeah, half damage for the one that met it. Met it, met it. (laughs) Ooh, 16! I rolled an eight and an eight. Ooh, very nice. Um, So 16 on the one, half on the other. Ooh. Finish it. So the um, the first one, the, the one closest to batteries, gets uh, what seems to be incinerated into nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, there was fire. You saw Kitty. You saw that there was fire, and that there was nothing. Um, so this one is is gone entirely. Oh no, the parts. Would you like to do anything else, Kitty? 
that is all I can do without bringing more attention to the group. So, yeah. Alrighty. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, actually, because that was my bonus action, I'm going to move forward until I am next to the mechanical cat that just took damage, and I'm going to cast Mending on it. Nice. Uh, which I think if the rules are the same as yes. batteries, he uh, the cat will gain 2d6 hit points. Can you go ahead and roll 2d6 for me? A seven. Alrighty. It looks good as new. Okay, now I'm done. Hilden's gonna go next. Uh, and he's gonna... Da, 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 da. He's gonna... Ray of Frost. The, uh... Yeah, he is. The, the, the thing. I probably don't even have to duck. <laughs> you probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's a good thing I made him duck earlier, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Ooh, that was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does not hit. Uh, but... The uh, steel cat is also going to go back and attack. Two. Oh, this die is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Keep using it, DM. <laughs> yeah, two misses. <laughs> uh, two misses. The cat doesn't do anything. That's gonna be it for Illidan. Now that something is in range, it's gonna do its five attacks. No! Oh, first two miss. Third one misses. One hits. That one misses as well. God, this die is really cursed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Reyna, for purchasing our DM cursed set of dice. You're so welcome. I'll do it again this year. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so nice, though. How could I not? It's so pretty. It, like, it's weird because metal dice usually aren't weighted. I know, right? Uh, okay, so one attack landed. It does land one hit, and the cat takes uh, a little bit of damage. Not too much. Okay. Next up, Gem. You're hauling Tobias's unconscious body into the, <laughs> into the cargo cart. You bet your boots I am! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you probably have just enough movement just to get into the door. Alrighty, I'm gonna, as soon as I get back to the door, I'm gonna hold him up like a meat puppet. <laughs> like a, like a, what's it called in The Lion King? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna just hold him, yeah, like by the pits. Yeah. And, um... Just like shake him so <laughs> the drum can see him and be like, Look, it's the real one this time. <laughs> and once you step in, uh, uh, you probably can't see, but uh, you do hear uh, more mechanical whirring, uh, and then sound stops as um, the uh, pendadrone returns back to its ball form. Guys, it was a good plan. <laughs> Maybe we should just leave him in this train car. Yeah, let's do it. Works for me. Okay. All right, I'm going to drag him, like, closer to the pendadrone. Once, like, the next round starts. I don't know if we're out of combat or not. Yeah, for, for, uh, until somebody does something else, uh, we will be out of combat. So it was somehow able to tell that 
he was not the real Tobias. It's probably magic. It's definitely magic. Can I just um, pat down his body really quick? <laughs> yeah, you can pat down his body. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and make a, a, an investigation roll. Okay, let's see if I can roll even half decent <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> yes, boy, it's a natural 20 for 22! <laughs> nice. Nice. Give me some shit, old man. Let's see. Sorry, it took me so long, y'all. On his body, there he 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 has a lot of um nice looking uh gold jewelry and accessories, and he has a coin purse of. <laughs> badly doesn't seem right. Roll again. <laughs> um, How rich is too rich, Nico? <laughs> He's a one percenter. <laughs> He's got uh thirteen gold pieces on him, eight silver pieces, and no copper. It's mine though. <laughs> he wouldn't carry copper on him. No, that's what poor people have. <laughs> Apparently. Uh can I look to see which cage has the lizard? Yeah, um as you are looking around. Uh, there is the, uh, large steel cage that's, uh, towards where you guys entered, uh, with a small, like, slat at the bottom of, uh, not the side facing the door, but the su- the southern side. And then, uh, the other container, the smaller gray container, it also has a similar slat at the bottom. Um, but besides that, they kind of, they're just sheets of, of metal. Further down the train, there are, uh, on the right-hand side, there are wooden, uh, various wooden crates. And then on the left-hand side, there is a smaller um, wooden chest. And then there are some, the, the light gray um, cases are luggage, what look to be luggage cases. Based on the size that was described, I would assume the lizard's in the bigger cage, is that right? No, based on the size of this guy, the lizard is in the smaller cage. <laughs> okay. Wait, no, because on the you map... Said the, no, you said the lizard's 15 yeah. feet. Yeah. Wait, did 10 I? 10 by Hold 15. On. That cage is only 5 by 5. Hold on. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. The smaller cage is 5 by 5. There's a lion with wings and a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> the lizard is 10, 15 by 10 feet from what you said last time. I would like to point out again, that's a really squat lizard. I, I a thousand percent lied. Uh, the lizard is much smaller. <laughs> it's a garden lizard, but... Nico, how could you lie to us like this? <laughs> I don't know what happened last session, but the lizard is not that big. <laughs> okay. How big is the lizard and how old is it? You can't really see um, it to, to you can't really see it to, to make that uh, assessment. But the lizard does fit in the the five by five metal cage, or you assume it does. I am going to go over to the smaller cage, assuming that Perrin just didn't get his sizing. Well, maybe Perrin just got his sizes wrong. That is also <laughs> possible. This is also a man who just tried to punch a machine. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. 
this, but yeah. Well, to be fair, the big cage is also 10 foot by 10 foot, so the original size would not work anyways. Um, DM, am I to understand these things with the arrows on the side are the sliding doors? Yes, they are. Uh, they look to be sliding loading doors. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to walk up to the cage with the lizard in it, and in Draconic, I'm going to ask, can you understand me? Can you go ahead and roll an animal handling check? Oh, I'm so great at that. <laughs> I, I can give you bardic four. inspiration. <laughs> no. I already rolled. I got a four. Um, you hear um, from from the cage, like the what sounds like uh, claws on on um, steel, where it's uh, skittering around a little bit. Um, go ahead and roll a roll one more animal handling check. Natural twenty. <laughs> Nice. nice. Um, you get the sense that the the lizard is scared of you. Oh no no! Don't worry. So I'm, I'm saying all this in draconic. Don't worry. I'm here to help. Uh, we're just gonna get get some stuff and then we'll let you out. Don't worry. And then I am going to <laughs> pull out a piece of jerky <laughs> and slide it into the cage for the lizard. 86 pieces of jerky left. <laughs> Actually, I think it's 85. 85, yeah. yeah. Um, she had 86. You, uh, wave, do, do you, uh, like, leave it in the cage, or do you just, like, leave it in your hand? Uh, I, I'll, like, slide it in, and then, like, pull my hand away. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, after, after a couple moments, um, you hear some, uh, sniffing uh, and you hear uh, the the dragon eat your jerky. Dragon? <laughs> oh, oops! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yes. Oh, I've never seen a lizard with wings before. Kitty, you you are probably in, in a good position if nobody else is around you. Um, that where you could just kind of like stick your head under, like on the floor, and like look through the slat. I will say that's how you figured it out. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're a pretty one. Don't worry, we'll get you out of here soon. Um, and I'm going to jump up and help whoever's looting loot first. Okay. Uh, who who is doing what? I would be looting. Okay. What are you looting? Fuck. I'm just gonna go straight from box to box of whatever stuff is openable. Yeah, um, the big box that you would run into first, um, that box is a, a wooden crate um, that is nailed shut. Uh, can I use my hand axe that I have to leverage the nail top, to leverage the top of the box open? Yeah, uh, easily enough. It's it's just nailed closed. Okay, inside, uh, once you pry the lid open, uh, you see there is a greatsword, a crossbow, um, a cane, and... Another cane? What looks to be a fishing pole. <laughs> I know what I'm thinking. What? <laughs> <laughs> that fishing pole is mine. <laughs> Miki will look up and try to find Jem 
Hey, I got stuff that's gonna help you out from here on out. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't actually know what weapons you use. You know? Let me refresh myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do rogues use great swords? While you think about that. I don't think so. <laughs> do any of us use great swords? No, I use a long sword and a short sword that I don't have. Um, a hand axe. I had a crowbar once upon a time. I don't know where that is right now. I know, I guess it's in my adventuring gear, but I probably don't have that, do I? No, you do not. You have nothing. <laughs> Everything is back at the the uh, the, the apartment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I take a great sword? Uh, yeah, you can. Could I be an elf with a great sword? <laughs> You're not gonna get your proficiency bonus if you attack with him, but you you can. I can't attune to it or something. I mean, you you can. You're still not gonna get the proficiency bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think to gain a proficiency, I think you have to. It's like by D and D rules, you have to like train with it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's like two thousand hours or something like that to gain oh a proficiency. My goodness gracious! I think it's okay. I, if I recall correctly, I believe it's two fifty. That's a lot. <laughs> if you're listing weapons you can use, Miki can give you a hand axe because she has two. No, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to take yours. Well, I have two. I always have two. Um, well, let's see. Let me look at my proficiencies. Um, crossbow, longbow, longsword, rapier, short sword, simple weapons. So I could take the crossbow. Yeah, you can take the crossbow and a hand axe is a simple weapon. Is there, there's not an extra hand axe in the trunk though. No, not that one. Can I open another box? Can I keep opening boxes? I'll take the crossbow. Uh, okay, yeah, let's uh, let's open everything. Illidan's gonna open up the, the one next to you, Miki, and inside uh, that one is a strange-looking wooden box. Cursed. <laughs> that Illidan says that he wants. Um, and then there is a what looks to be a stick. <laughs> okay. It's like a <laughs> imagine like like a like a, a like the lead pipe from a clue, but like without the threading on the end. It's it's a a metal rod. Okay. <laughs> does does Kitty have identify? Uh, I don't have the pearl to use it, but yeah, oh. if I get a pearl, then I can. And then uh, there is a potion in that one, another uh, two wands, and a bag of uh, beads. We could be friendship bracelets. In the next box, next to that, does anybody want to open that one? Yeah, I'll open that one. Okay, Miki opens it up. Um, it is not nailed shut like the other ones. Um, in this one, there is, uh, there are many pelts and furs of various kinds. Gross. Miki closes the box and moves away. I don't think we care about that. Um, what about in the chest? In the chest? Who wants to open that one? Uh, I will check it for traps first and then see if there's like a lock on it. Alrighty, go ahead and roll an investigation roll. Uh, 22? 22. It is trapped. 
I will try to un disarm the trap. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll a uh, slight pain. Uh, 17. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you are fairly confident that that is uh, not trapped. Uh, or you, that, that you've disabled the trap. Uh, as you continue to inspect the box, you all can also tell that it is locked. I will attempt to unlock it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have these tools. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll another sleight of hand. With these tools, that adds a plus two, right? I believe so, because you get your proficiency bonus for it. Ooh, that's a ten. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not enough. Um, the lock is a, a, a tricky lock. Uh, but you are certain that it is not trapped. Jam! Yeah, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I know, and you did a good job. At least I got the trap disarmed. Yeah, thank you. Because, you know, I don't always look for those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try and unlock it. And it's sleight of hand? I can also pass you my thieves tools if you need. I have, well, yeah, I don't know if I have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't have anything. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll need those, thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Twelve. <laughs> Plus your two for proficiency. Where's my proficiency bonus? Because I just want to make sure it's, is it the same for everybody? It should be, yeah, it should be plus two for everyone that's level four. Okay, then yeah, fourteen. Uh, yeah, 14 should be enough. Oh. Um, and you hear it click open, um, and inside, uh, you see there are quite a few platinum pieces and quite a few gold pieces. Oh, oh they're all mine! <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> <broke>. <laughs> Can we just, like, put all that cash money into Kitty's bag? As soon as you try for that, Illidan, uh, behind you says, we're splitting that evenly. Yes. I'm sorry, how much money do you have to your name? It doesn't matter. The agreement was that we would split everything evenly. But I have zero. Zero. <laughs> Nothing. Not a zip. Still, that wasn't what we agreed on. I'm gonna side with him. It's not what we agreed on. Okay, fine. Well, I mean, anything in the back holding is up for grabs. Except for the rocks. All right, then I will sit pretty on the floor and I will take it. I will just pour it all out and I will start separating it into what? Five? Yeah, five. I'm sorry. Do you want me to include the dragon in this too? <laughs> Maybe the, the, the lion with wings? <laughs> <laughs> when you split everything up into five, um, everyone gets four platinum and four gold. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so much. Finally, I'm not so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is anyone going through the, the luggage cases? Probably me. I'm going to assume we took everything in the middle box, except the strange wooden box that Illidan wanted. So the metal rod I would have stuck in my bag, the potion, the two wands, and the beads. Uh, yeah. Unless Perrin or Illidan wanted them. Yeah, they, they didn't particularly care for those. Are they just regular glass beads? They, upon inspection, um, seem to be kind of that you can you can squish them. Um, they seem to be a dense um, organic material. They're a um, brown color, 
a, like a medium brown color, like coffee colored. Can I eat one? <laughs> um, yes, you can eat one. <laughs> what does it taste like? And as soon as I pop it into my mouth, I think about like rabbit turds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the taste of like uh, extremely dense like protein bars. Where it's like it's like really grainy, um, and it's like uh, super dense. That's that's what it tastes like. It doesn't have a really strong flavor, but it's not particularly atrocious or particularly pleasant. Okay, it's just like dirt. Uh, you feel very full. Oh. So what's it taste like? Does it like stick to the roof of my mouth at all, like peanut butter? A little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little, it has kind of like that soddy uh, texture to it. Um, kind of like, you know, when you eat bugs and there's like a little bit of dirt still on them. Um, kind of like that. What? But, <laughs> you know, it doesn't quite have the same like, tang that bugs would but it definitely has that like earthy undertone to it you know like dirt like dirt mm -hmm. it, but it doesn't taste like dirt it kind of tastes more like bland dirt it's like unseasoned dirt you know <laughs> seasoned dirt <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> it's like english dirt <laughs> I appreciate that both of you think I've ever eaten dirt before. You haven't? Well, you haven't eaten dirt? Why not? It's not digestible by tiefling stomachs. Well, you're just not eating it right. No. No, I've seen plenty of tieflings eat dirt. <laughs> Have you ever seen another tiefling? Yeah, tons of them. There are not tons of tieflings. There are where I'm from. Do I think she's lying as a tiefling who's like never seen another tiefling? <laughs> Go ahead and roll it. It's like check. <laughs> that is a 19 plus 2. 21. I'm telling the truth. Yeah, best you can tell. Kitty is being honest. Huh. As you guys are standing around, Illidan is stuffing all of the pelts into his bag. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, Miki wanted to open the luggage as well, sorry. Uh, is Miki opening all three luggage cases? Mm, probably, for efficiency. Inside, uh, all three luggage cases are various, uh, like, lots of clothes. Uh, most of it is clothes. Um, very finely made clothes, uh, albeit kind of... Not like if you're wearing one of these pieces with other pieces, it's like probably okay. But if you're wearing them all at the same time, like you've seen him do, it's like it's 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 too much. Like like casino <laughs> carpets, too much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there is also quite a few books, um, and there are a few perfumes and a few pairs of shoes. <gasps> I will take the perfumes and two of the books. Can I check for a pair of shoes that fit my feet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to roll for it? <laughs> nah, I'll say um, you, you probably find one that 
is a reasonable fit, not the most comfortable. It may be not your exact shoe size, but uh, it, it'll work better than heels, you know? I mean, I also don't have socks, so... <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Do we want the cane or the fishing pole? I don't know if the greatsword would fit in my backpack, but if we also want that, I could try. Mm. Mm. Illidan says, if you don't want the cane, I'll take the cane. Do you mean the Ray of Frost cane or the other cane that we found? Either one. The other one that was in the big box. Well, we can give you the Ray of Frost cane if we get the other cane. Sure. Because I can already do Ray of Frost. Is the other one magical? Uh, you don't know if it's magical or not. Can I sling it? <laughs> oh my god, it's just a cane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I give it a, a good, like, swish and flick? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna aim for the, 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 like, behind us, basically. Like, the opposite end of... Uh, do you say anything? Do I say anything? Um, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, like, think really hard. And then I'm gonna go, uh, yeah, abracadabra. <laughs> uh, nothing happens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll try again. <laughs> nothing happens i i can just cast detect magic again i mean don't waste the spell slot about it you know maybe we should do this afterwards because we are that's true we don't want to get caught right now yeah yeah we have a time i was gonna say time stop and i don't know what word i'm trying to say limit crunch yeah we're on a time crunch thank you Okay, then put the cane in the bag, put the fishing pole in the bag. Will the greatsword fit in my bag? I mean, can any of us even use it? What's the point? Uh, what what are the dimensions of your bag? It's small enough to fit on the back of a three foot five person and not look <laughs> too big. It is a mini backpack. It is four feet deep. Bag of holding. I assume as you put it in, it disappears though. Yes, but there is uh, the interior dimensions of your bag of holding also have a, a side limit. I feel like the great sword's not worth it because none of us, like, can you even use it? Can I even use it? Can Miki even use it? Eh. I was thinking about selling it though, but yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah. Can I, um, can I take this bag of pellets, of, like hamster food that I found? Yeah, Illidan, Illidan says, yeah, sure. Thanks. It just tastes like unseasoned dirt. You're not missing much. Have you eaten seasoned dirt? Yeah. <laughs> seasoned with... You haven't? Okay, well, we've already established I've never eaten dirt. You don't know what you're missing. No, I don't. But seasoned dirt is a whole different thing. What are you seasoning it with? Anything. It's the salt of the earth. Haven't you ever heard that saying? Special sauce. Special sauce is also very good. You know, you know what really hits the spot? Battlefield dirt. It just hits different. Okay, uh, Kitty, you knowing the, the size of your bag of holding, um, you are not 100% confident that you could fit this greatsword within it. Yeah, it's fine. Let's just leave it. The fishing pole? Does the fishing pole, like, detach and fold at all, or is it just, like, a solid pole? Like, collapsible, you know? It is. It it looks like a like a a, a regular folded uh, fishing pole. Um, it doesn't 
have any obvious, like, uh, means of collapsing. This entire time, Illidan is sticking his hand in the lion's cage and, uh, talking to the cat, talking to the lion, just in common. <laughs> okay, so do you guys want me to unlock these things for you? Um, and then have you bounce? Is this where we part ways? Uh, yes, that would be ideal. Um, I do, should we unlock everything and then I go hit the brakes as Tobias? Mm, it's your choice. If we don't get caught, I don't think we need to take hit the brakes. If we yeah. do get caught, then... Or if anybody gets sus. I would say unless there's commotion, then yeah. let's not raise more alarms than we need to. Fair enough. Alrighty. Gems unlocking them? Yeah, I'll unlock them. If I could borrow Kitty Steve's tools. Yes, ma'am. I left mine in my other dress. Okay. <sighs> Dice, please... <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Okay, well that's still like good though. Um okay, so proficiency bonus is plus two. That would be seventeen. Seventeen. Uh yeah, that's enough. Um you easily undo the the lock on the, the lion's gate. The big one or the small one? Big one. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's open up those side doors first. <laughs> so we don't Jurassic Park in here. Uh, as, as you, you say that, uh, parents like, no, 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 this guy's so friendly. <laughs> Still one arm under the, uh, the, the cage. Oh my god. Doors first. Doors first. I'll help open the doors. Yeah, I'll try to get one somehow. There is, like, a, a locking mechanism, but it is not locked. Like, it's not, like, something you had, have to have a key for and unlock, but it is... I mean, um, it makes sense the lock's on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so you can unlock the doors and slide one side open. Kitty will go over to the smaller cage and kind of just sit next to it and, like, talk in Draconic. Just to try to calm down the dragon. Yeah, go ahead and roll another animal handling check. 16? Uh, with that, uh, after a while of talking, you hear a quiet, is it safe? We're trying to let you out, so hopefully? I don't know where you're coming from. Uh, I... I'm not sure, uh, where I am. Uh, but I think I'm far from home. Is it a baby? Um, as you, uh, do you just gem unlock the other one? Yeah, I'll start working on it. You have time. I'm not going to make you roll for it. Even if you fail it, you can just try again. It's not like it takes 30 minutes to unlock one lock. Um, and uh, you you do open it up, and you see a very, very small dragon. Um, it is... Uh, it seems... Uh, I don't know whether or not you guys would know anything about dragons. Um, <laughs> maybe Miki. Miki, go ahead and roll a nature, please. Oh, God. Nah, nah. Ooh, that wasn't half bad. Nature, 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 nature. That will be a 17. Nice. Uh, although you have never personally met any dragons, um, you would know from your studies uh, of exotic creatures that this dragon is baby, baby, super baby. No. Aww. 
do we help the dragon go back to where it came from? Uh, is the dragon speaking to me in common or draconic? Uh, in draconic. Okay, I'm gonna, like, lean over and be like, wait, can I see in the cage? Uh, if you unlock the door, one side of the cube will swing open. Oh, it's so baby. Um, upon it swinging open and it being surrounded by people, it backs up heavily into a corner. Alright, back up, back up, back up. It's okay. We are trying to help. We're gonna go to a city called Sharn. I don't know if you've heard of it. There's a slight shake of the head. Well, these these guys are are trying to help you get out. Uh, where, where did you come from? Do you know what your homeland is called? It's... It's the sand. Uh, uh, I'll look at Perrin and Illidan. Do you know a place called the sand? They look at each other. Shrug. Not that we've been to. The sand. Illidan says, maybe a desert? Do I know of any deserts? Other than other than where I come from? Because I'm assuming it's not where I come from. You probably... Go ahead and make a... History roll at disadvantage. <laughs> I don't think Kitty particularly cares for world geography. <laughs> Ugh, disadvantage. Oh, my first roll was a 16, though. This is an 8. You don't know for certain, but you assume that there is more deserts than the one that you're from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to help you get home, but we have stuff we have to get done. And it'll probably be dangerous for you. Are you adopting that dragon, Kitty? Oh, I'm saying all this in Draconic, though. I know, but it's like, Jem just pops her head in. Are you adopting it? Perrin leans over uh, to Kitty and says, Uh, this this guy's like really baby, huh? Uh, can we get him back home? I think so. I don't know where the sands are, though. Have I seen any desert in my travels? Go ahead and make a regular history roll, Jim. That's my history. Ooh, I history. You can go ahead and add a plus three to whatever you roll because I believe you would have had studied this at some point. Yeah. Okay. So that would be that would be eighteen. Okay, yeah, you know um, that there is uh, a large desert um, called uh, the Blade Desert, and that's you haven't personally been there, um, but that is part of it goes into uh, the Talenta Plains. The other part of it is in Valnar, on the opposite side of the Mornlands from where you guys are. There are also smaller deserts um, on the eastern side of Vreeland. And those are all the deserts you know of. Okay, I'm gonna list all of them off to Kitty for translation. I will translate as best I can into Draconic to see if any of these ring a bell. The dragon still is confused, uh, and we will pick up right after, right, right before everyone hops off the train. Hey, you've made it to the end of episode two. Congratulations, but also thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can interact with the crew at holding out for a hero on instagram not all one word and twitter.com slash b-o-f-a-h podcast and you can also consider rating us out of five stars leaving a comment on your podcast platform of choice 
and telling your own D&D party about us. We want to thank Wizards of the Coast for creating the framework of Dungeons & Dragons 5e that we are playing with, and Keith Baker for coming up with the world of Eberron that we're playing in, and my dog, Rudy, for being our moral support. The Holding Out for Our Hero releases bi-weekly, and you can find us on mostly wherever podcasts are found. We can't guarantee we released it everywhere, but we did our best. We'll see you back here in two weeks for episode number three.